0: Good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is here, it is here, it is finally here. Halloween 2022. Hello, thank you for joining me. I am Alex Mack, your host, uh, author, and owner of uh, Maniacal Books, who, uh, our first annual Halloween special. Yeah, I, I have been waiting for this, I've been counting down to this, as you couldn't tell. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm really happy, really excited to, uh, kindly, to uh, finally start doing this. And I have one of my favorite books. One, one book that's very, very close to me, very important to me. Yeah, I can't wait to do that. But, uh, you know, first, you know, thank you for uh, checking out Monaco Books Weekly. As usual, you can check this podcast out that uploads every Friday. Most Fridays. <laughs> um. Uh, on ev- every way you can find a podcast for, and it is absolutely free. The only thing I asked is rate it, uh, download it. You know, if you check it out, and uh, you know, give it a rating, and uh, spread the word and pass it around. You know, post it on your your socials or whatever. Yeah, and you can check out uh, video reviews on uh, YouTube for the Maniacal Tube channel. Uh, just go to YouTube and just search up Maniacal Tube, and you'll see the little moon with the purple letters and, and my tired and rough looking mug pop up there, I found the right one. So yeah, stop by, like the videos, uh, subscribe to the channel, be on the lookout for videos of, you know, weird books and horror movies and fantasy series and things like that every week. Well, well on to the show. Um, So normally this is going to be broken up a little differently. I think I want to celebrate Halloween on this one by telling a kind of like a a scary story personal scary story something that actually happened to me is you know uh, and I guess the co-host would be my chair that you no doubt hear squeaking and turning and kind of helping make my life as miserable as it can be I have a actually a bunch of uh, kind of like weird or paranormal uh, kind of experiences I guess you can say honestly I have a slew of uh, kind of paranormal or uh, weird instances of uh, things that uh, have ha- happened to me so I think uh, one of these stories I think I want to share is a time uh, when I was in Edgeville, South Carolina. Yeah, it takes place in one of the creepiest towns in the whole country Uh, Edgeville, South Carolina, and I will stand by that because that town is really creepy. Not even touching on the story that I'm about to tell, like, uh, there was one time uh, I was down there, I was visiting family, we were, I was hanging out with my cousin, and we were going somewhere, I think he wanted to take us someplace to hang out or whatever, like he didn't have a car, we were still pretty young, we were like, i want to say 14, 15, something like that, and um, so he didn't, none of us had a car but uh, you know he wanted us to go hang out in the spot and I remember the, the only way to get there was to walk right but so this is Edgefield South Carolina so to, to set the premise of this town up it is actually like one of those really old and really creepy like country towns where it's basically like a series of like these long isolated Highways—it's like a stretch of road, you know—that just kind of just cuts through the area, really. And you'll see a, a, a shack out in the middle of the woods, like on the side of the road, every ten or fifteen miles or something like that. You'll see an odd uh, mobile home, like sitting on the side of the road or something like that. And then you're just you just keep going till you find like you know a church, a cemetery, and you know you, you eventually hit the the main strip. It can't be no more than like a three stop light <laughs> town, like like the main uh, like the main road or the, the the town center, and so it's it's one of those like really really creepy, really old and isolated country towns. And so there's no there's no streetlights on these little these long stretches of like isolated country road. There's no streetlights or nothing, and so we're walking out there on this long stretch of road nothing but forests and trees on either side of this little two-lane like small little country highway and like the only light source you would have would be the moon like if, if the moon isn't out or shining in full effect you kind of can't even see like right in front of you right and so yeah my yeah my cousin had us walking out there in in like dark it's quiet it's a two-lane country road it's super dark and we'll pass this old shack on the side of the road right and and he does this all the time apparently so he's he's fine like he's good but like me uh me and my other cousin we we're just sitting there walking down and we're just looking <laughs> at this old beat up shack on the side of this dark road it's quiet as dark I don't even think the crickets were out. It was, it was just a uh, really eerie, really eerie. I will never forget that. And I'm like, man, why, why the hell you got us walking out here? <laughs> like, I've, I've watched horror movies since I was like a little kid, so every single horror movie scenario was running through my head at this moment. I'm like, yeah, this, this is, this is like how the the kids die in the opening of a horror movie. Like this, this is how it happens. <laughs> okay, so that's not even. That's not even the story. That's just to kind of like paint the picture of like where where I am at in the, in this town. Okay, so this this is oh like mid nineties I want to say like mid nineties. Uh, my family has gone to one of our mini trips down to a uh, Mickey Land. <laughs> down in uh, Orlando Florida so we're com- we're coming from Maryland and we're driving all the way down to Florida it's it's stupid long I, I want to say that's about like 600 or something miles or something like that it's it's a long ride it's it tests your endurance for sitting in a car and I'm not even driving like I'm too young to drive really so I I can even imagine like trying to drive that but uh so like a good in between spot from maryland to florida <clears throat> well i don't even think it's good actually but um so south carolina is where it's kind of like where we would stop and plus we're, we're kind of used to going back and forth to south carolina we do it all the time my family still to this day does it I, man i like i want to say every other week <laughs> it almost seems like but uh, so you know that's that's kind of our destination, and that's a trek we're used to. By that time, even as a kid, I'd done it several times. You know, going back and forth. So uh, my fam, so my whole family actually is from South Carolina. So my my dad's side is from uh, the Hartsville, uh, the Darlington area, and I always like I always like going there because that's like. It was like a regular city. <laughs> we used to go in. That's like the regular place. I can at least there's like stuff there, you know, the stores and and like restaurants and and stuff, eateries. You know, there's stuff actually there to do in Hartsville. Like and and they had like the Darlington racetrack there too, like the NASCAR track. So it's like yeah, okay. I, Hartsville, okay, we're going to South Carolina, okay, we're, we're Hartsville, okay, all right, yeah, sweet, all right, <laughs> you know, but then it's like, okay, we're going to South Carolina, we're going to Edgeville, and it's just like, uh. <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing against Edgeville, again, my, my mom's side is from Edgeville, South Carolina, so, I mean, it's, it's family there, I haven't, actually I haven't been to South Carolina in over a decade, I want to say, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I just, I love it there. I still have like fond memories and stuff going to Edgeville as well as Hartsville, but it's just Edgeville, bruh. <laughs> like again, there's nothing to really do there. There's this kind of nothing there. Like the I think I'm not sure if it's still like this, but to go to like the nearest Walmart or like shopping, there you go to Augusta which is the next state over, like that's in Georgia okay <laughs> like you gotta drive to the next damn state to go to Walmart <laughs> alright that's, where, that's, where, that's what I'm working with here and so you know we, we make the trek all the way to South Carolina uh, we, we go to Edgeville and normally like south of the border anybody who drives 95 south uh, like goes to South Carolina or like down south there knows south of the border it's like this huge thing um, when you cross it over from North Carolina to South Carolina uh, and it's like it's all lit up and it looks like shiny it looks like it's something cool it's something but it's not it's just a rest stop basically but but still like when we see south of the border normally it's it's just like ah, all right we made it because Hartsville is right right there it's like right up uh, past the South Carolina border uh, it's i want to say it's like a half hour to 40 minutes past like south of the border or whatever so normally it's just like all right yeah we made it we're here but when you're going to edgeville it's like another two hour drive down there because you're going to the middle of nowhere (laughs) you heard a (laughs) bump nowhere that's kind of edgeville i mean again no offense i love i love edgeville that's 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 my, my peoples, but like, but anyway, we make it there and it's nighttime. And uh, so one of my mom's cousins has a, a kind of like a mobile, uh, like a trailer, like a mobile home there off the side of the road, <laughs> on the side of this stretch of like a country desolate highway. And so, but she has like extra rooms or whatever. And so, you know, we make the rounds though. We, um, there's like this house that my great great grandfather built. Um, that that's I don't know if it's still standing now but like that's where like our family uh, we have family staying there still and so you know that's that was kind of like the main kind of go-to there like uh, so we stopped there you know we make the rounds and by the time we get to um you know the mobile home it's 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 like really late it's dark and plus we're like okay we got another like five hour drive from South Carolina to Orlando so you know let's go ahead get in the bed and you know get some rest so we can like get up and hit the road again tomorrow uh the layout of the trailer is it's is the trailer sitting right next to the highway but it's not facing the highway it's, it's kind of like facing off a bit it's like facing in the direction of the highway so it's like the highway the side of the house the side of the trailer and the front door is uh facing like uh the the trees or whatever and so and so it's nighttime, right? And I, I remember vividly I was watching Cartoon Network. I was watching the old Cartoon Network, so it was and it was like 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 eleven o'clock, midnight going on. I want to say, or a little past midnight. And so they was playing like Popeye and like all those old like Fleischer cartoons and stuff, right? This this is like this is the '90s, before Adult Swim, before Tsunami, before all of that, right? And so I remember uh, there was, there was, I'm at the front door, is right here, the TV is right next to the front door, and I'm on a, like, a a couch, I'm on a sofa, like, you know, just laying down on the sofa, watching the TV, you know, uh, drifting off to sleep. And so, again, so this is South Carolina, this is, this is like the South, (laughs) the South South, like, the South, you gotta say it with an F, like, the South. So the front door is just wide open you know is it's, it, we're in that deep south where like the front door is just wide open nobody even thinks about like closing the lock in the door I'm, I'm from up north <laughs> I'm from the Maryland DC Virginia area so we we make sure the 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 doors is locked the alarms are set you know what I'm saying the guns is cocked <laughs> you know? like I'm, I'm coming from that kind of mindset and it's always tripped me out because it's not the first time I've stayed down south by that point but yeah, it always tripped me out that the front door is just wide open, yeah, you know. Why? Ain't, ain't nobody coming here. Who going to come out here? Ain't nobody out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember I remember hearing, like, faint footsteps in, in the gravel. Because, like, her driveway, if you can even call it that, it's just, like, the, the yard area. It had, like, just, like, rocks and dirt and gravel, like, right in front of the house where you, like, pull in with the car and the walkway and like it had like like uh, she had a massive yard too like it was like a lot of grass I remember uh, like going out towards the trees and stuff but so yeah I remember faint footsteps in the gravel just walking up like steadily and slowly and at first I'm, I'm drifting off to sleep I'm watching Popeye I d- it didn't even register at first right and then uh, her dogs i forgot to mention she has dogs they start barking and that's when i kind of you know the barking kind of like snapped me out of my like half sleep or whatever and yeah and and then i start hearing then i noticed the footsteps right like coming up the gravel you know it's coming up like the side of the house like from the street you know and so like i hear i hear that and it's like Okay, maybe somebody's walking. It's weird. It's, it's the middle of the night. I'm in bump nowhere, South Carolina. Who the hell is walking? But like I said, me and my cousin, we, we walked like those streets at night before. So, I mean, it's weird. It's alarming, but it's not. Okay. All right, cool. And the dogs is barking. So, you know, they know, you, you know people ain't here. We got dogs. So, we should be all right, right? Just, okay, we're cool. We're cool. Footsteps still steadily coming past the house. It's, and it's not going any slower. It's not going any faster. Just steady footsteps in the gravel. Just, you know, that kind of kuh, kuh, kuh sound, right? And so it gets to the corner of the house. And it turns. <laughs> the footsteps turn towards the front of the trailer. The dogs are starting to pick up. Like the dog, she had like about two or three dogs out there, uh, like f- kind of like fenced in on the opposite side of the trailer. They're starting to pick up. Like they're they're starting to like really bark now. And I'm 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 up. I'm awake. You know, I'm alert. I'm kind of just right that th- I'm staring. I'm kind of staring at the front door a bit. You know, just kind of doing one of these. You know, I'm trying to look at the door and just footsteps still, steadily walking up to the front door Right, and so and the trailer, it's, it's kind of a long walk because the trailer is, again, it's like facing it's kind of sitting sideways and so, you know, you when you get past the, the side of the trailer it is kind of like a long walk because you know how long, like, mobile homes are and so yeah, it's, it's going footsteps is going so by the time it gets, like, kind of close to the front door the dogs are losing their shit. like they, they are full on like bark, and it's weird that nobody else woke up. It was like nobody else heard this. That that's what's kind of chilling about this because I'm I'm expecting my cousin to come out the room and be like, you know, what's some dogs barking for? Or oh, that's so so and so is coming, so and so must be coming back because I hear them dogs, whatever, right? Everybody sleep, everybody's quiet and I'm sitting there on the couch facing a wide open front door somebody's walking up the the side walk right in the gra- in the gravel the dog's just barking like crazy i don't even know what's on the tv now i don't need, I, the tv don't exist right now it's just all the front door like the screen door the front door was wide open but the screen door was was right there like all glass like screen door and so by the time the footsteps like it's and it's the same it didn't slow down, it didn't speed up, it's the same methodic foot footsteps and it get right up to the door. Like right like I should be seeing who is there right now. It gets right up to the front door. And by now I'm nothing. Nothing. The footsteps stop. The dog stop barking. And I'm sitting there, staring at the, staring at the dark darkness of night through the screen door. It's silence. There's no footsteps, starts walking away, or nothing. It just stops. I got my pillow, I got my little blanket, and my mom and dad were sleeping in the next room. I, I just I picked up, I went in there, I don't know. I, if she had some kind of like little like extended chair type of like love seat kind of things in it, I mean I made. I just, I don't know how I got to sleep that night. I, eventually I woke up and my parents were like, why are you sleeping in here? And I was just like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> terrifying and I eventually I told him like I told him and my mom was like well it's just I was just somebody coming to visit us they, they must have known we was in town and this spirit must have just came and visit us and I was like man that ain't funny man <laughs> well you could at least show at the door and it been like hey then at least I could have t- described who it was and said like and then just, oh yeah that was your, your great-grandfather your great uncle or you know they must have came to say I was like oh that's weird, but okay, but like, just nothing. Silence. Oh, that's, I'll never forget that. Never forget that. Uh, that. That gives me chills to this day. So, and that's another reason I don't like going to Edgeville, South Carolina. But I gotta go down there, because I haven't been down there in a while, and I gotta go see family at some point. But Yeah, that was, so that was, that was one. That was one of, uh, one of my spooky tales that actually happened to me that I will never forget and it still freaks me out to this day oh okay. let me see let me see I'm trying to think of another one was another one I can say Um, oh oh I I remember now I remember okay so this is early early, like mid 2000 I want to say 2004 2005 ish um, i was a grown uh, grown adult bum uh living <laughs> off of mom and dad living in mom and dad's house still um and you know i didn't have a job i didn't have i, I was kind of going to school kind of when i really and uh you know the, i was i was in my kind of like emo goth phase then you know i was i was figuring stuff out let's let's put it that way Um, And so I I had created this website that thankfully it got taken down because I think just they shut off the servers, you know, it it was tripod. I don't know if anybody will remember like that tripod cities thing where you can like it. It was one of it was like um, Squarespace and GoDaddy like before way before they existed. Right. It's like you just you can create your own like website or whatever or like your own blog site or something, and my demented behind just said, yeah, I'll just make a totally satanic web page." To this day, I don't know why. I don't know why I was doing that. But, yeah, I just, I just there was like a bunch of, um, I was really into Avenged Sevenfold. I was into, like, horror pops, and, you know, it's just a bunch of, like, just dumb stuff. I don't really know why I was so into it back then. But, yeah, so it was a bunch of, I had, like, a bunch of, like, Really kind of like weird and dark pictures and stuff in there. I had like amassed a bunch of like, uh, like like horror stories or like urban legend stories and stuff like that. I had put I had uploaded like a bunch of like Avenged Sevenfold songs and uh, like AFI songs and stuff like that in there. Uh, just being the type of thing that like you wouldn't be surprised that you know years later that that guy would create a company called Maniacal Books. I don't, it, what was the URL? It was like DarthMac99.geocities.com or .net or something like that. It, it was up for years, though. It was up. It recently kind of got taken out, like, I want to say 2019, 2018, or something like that. Because I, I had favorited, favorited it, and I kind of kept tabs on it, even though I was just like, God, that, I don't know what was on my mind when I made this website, but I, I went to it, like, uh, like 2018 ish, 2019 ish, or something like that, and they said like you know the I got it like a URL like you know web page not available or something like that. So I guess like they just they just turned the servers off or whatever. But uh, when I was close to finishing that that site, I was in I was in my room. I was in my room in mom and dad's house, and I was on the computer, and I had kind of like a gaming chair or computers it was just a regular computer chair that I was on and I was in there and I remember suddenly I was uploading I was uploading this this story this weird story about somebody some woman I think it's like a, a Mexican urban legend about this woman who went to a dance and she ended up Dancing with the devil or something like that, and she didn't know it because until she looked down and she saw like hooves in the tail or something like that. I remember this vividly, right? Because I was I was uploading that story to the uh, to the webpage, and all of a sudden, my chair just started vibrating out of nowhere. It was just like crazy, and at first I was thinking there must be a plane coming because like. At my parents' house, even still, like it's it's close to an air force base, and so there's planes that fly overhead, and sometimes they can fly so low that they should shake the entire house. You know, you have to pause what you're watching because all you hear are jet engines blasting through your ears. They fly so low sometimes, but the first that was the first thought that went through my head: like, okay, it must be a plane going, but no, there's no plane happening outside. And there's there's nothing else on in my room like I'm I'm it's just me and I'm on my computer, like uploading to this crazy website I built and like my ch- my chair is just going and it it's yeah it freaked me the hell out right and then like after oh man I was what about like oh about like 15 seconds like 15 straight seconds of just vibrating and then like you know suddenly it just stops and then the energy in the room got like really weird and really oppressive right and then i just kind of became suddenly aware it was just quiet it was empty i might have been the only one home too and i just and i noticed what i'm what i'm looking at and what i'm putting up on his website and like the music i was listening to i was probably listening to some like some kind of like metal or I don't know, and dark, right, and so I just became really aware of what I was doing and what I'm looking at, and like, and I'm like, Yo, nope, I jumped up, <laughs> I snatched the power cord uh, from the computer, just powered all of it down, and just nope, nope, right out of there, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, got, I got the message, I got it, I'm done, I'm done, and I, I, I think I was done with that site, I didn't upload another thing to it, you know, it was just like, got it, message received. I'm out <laughs> yeah okay so that's yeah That's those are my Halloween tales to celebrate the first edition the first Halloween edition of Maniacal Books Weekly um, and yeah those are I have I have pretty I have a lot more actually I can do but you know what I'm gonna spread them out. We're gonna spread them out, you know. And uh so next year I will talk about the uh the dark dark figure with red eyes that I saw. That's why I, I think I'm gonna keep that one close to the chest until next year. And I might talk about um kind of a, a weird dream that I had too that was very alarming. <laughs> but but I'm getting ahead of myself nope we are going to end it there and so I am going to do uh, two reviews this week uh, in celebration of All Hallows Eve and that is Scary Stories to Tell in dark. Um, the Dark the book is really near and dear to me and uh, and the movie as well which I actually kind of like so um yeah I'm going to run a quick break as uh, a quick ad break as usual and after the break we'll uh, go into the reviews so I will See you then. Travel with me to a dark and isolated farm located deep in the heart of St. Mary's County, Maryland, where the only African-American farmer and his family are being tormented by some thing stalking around their property. Can they survive? Can they protect the farm that is their very livelihood? And can they do it with their sanity intact? Are you in the mood for dark, isolated, rural horror? Are books full of ghastly green goo and reanimated corpses your jam? Then check out Mulch, the eerie inaugural novella from maniacal books. Available today on Amazon Kindle and mcsbooks.com. are back so uh, once again you can catch video reviews that I do every week uh, on YouTube just uh, go to YouTube and search maniacal tube all the all the reviews and everything that I've gone through thus far and uh, you know stop by uh, subscribe to the channel Uh, like some of the videos uh, you know support your guy let's head right on into the reviews Okay, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Alvin Schwartz, illustrations by Stephen Gammel. It was published back in 1984. This book is actually the first of a a trilogy of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books. So the first one came out in 1984, Uh, the second one was published in 1987, and the third one was published in 1991 by uh, Scholastic, believe it or not. Like, yeah, like old elementary school scholastic it was out here traumatizing kids <laughs> back in the eighties and nineties. It, it traumatized me, in, in the best way possible. So I said uh, a little earlier that this book is pretty much is pretty near and dear to me because I think I can honestly say this is the book that started started it all when it comes to like my love of horror and my love of horror fiction and horror movies and things like that. Uh, because this is one of the first horror things I re- ever remember like getting into, actually. And I remember, so uh, my mom would take me and my sister uh, to the library on like weekends every now and then. And I don't know what made me pick this book, but I should have known I was a, I just a weird kid back then that was going to turn into like a weird adult <laughs> that likes this stuff. Yeah, I just gravitated towards it. And I remember... Uh, It's it's, uh, you know the library used to have I'm pretty sure they still do though they had the they had a section where they had these little baggies that was hanging up on a rack and they had the book and the cassette tape in it and I okay so kids before there was a thing called audible (laughs) there was this thing called cassette tapes and so in order to like hear somebody read the book out loud and narrate the book out loud you would have to put a cassette tape in a tape player. And you would have to push play on the cassette tape player and like somebody would read the book. This is before the internet. This is before cell phones. This is before tablets. <laughs> this is before Amazon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm from the stone age. That helped me follow along with the stories. So if there was a word that I didn't know or couldn't pronounce... Like it, it actually helped me like learn how to read or how to like pronunciate and read stuff better, and it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It was terrifying. Yeah, I think this is kind of what started my love for like books and my love for like horror. I think this is this is it. I think this this is what kicked it off for me, and so I actually have uh, the this book. I, I must have gotten it in twenty. Nineteen or so, because it has the little sticker here that says "Now a Motion Major Motion Picture." Because I wasn't sure when this came out, but this, so this, uh the whole series is like a three-book series. But uh, this book right here is like all three of the books in one. And yeah, you no, know, going through this again, and I mean, you see the horror, or you see the uh, the picture and in and the, in the the little graphic I have here, and you know you can see. This thing too. The pictures in this book is like pretty legendary and and pretty epic because this is some of the weirdest, most terrifying, most horror st- type of like imagery you'll find in uh, in adult books, right? So these these books they they were published by Scholastic and so they're aimed at kids actually, but like the the artwork in this in this book is massive like I'm I'm running through some pictures now it's definitely worth the price of admission <laughs> you know um I and I said I I don't have a basement I don't have a basement but when I do when I have my little corner I I am definitely going to print out some of these pictures and just have it kinda hanging or like on the wall not everywhere Like I learned my lesson from the website so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy but just every now and then because it's not only is it like fun and horror for me it's actually kinda nostalgic too so what are these about so this is actually it's, it's a collection of stories or like folklore that was actually researched it was collected by Alvin Schwartz and you know, I think you like from like old, old world America and like some, some stuff from Europe, I'm sure. Uh, that's uh, you no, know, and just like weird stories that's probably been passed down you know, over the generations and things like that. And so, while the stories in here, as I'm a grown adult, so the stories in here aren't all that scary, but I do remember some of these being like pretty terrifying as a kid. So, yeah, I just, you know, for the the appropriate audience, it, it it can be pretty pretty scary. I don't know how intense it would be, but that you know, it's 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 really great though. I I would recommend this, but you got to know your kid. If your kid is into all that stuff, like, I would recommend it. But if they're not, then just just bypass it, skip it. Uh, what do I like about it? Uh, I I think I touched on it uh, a little bit before the artwork. Definitely, I love the artwork in this. It's it's crazy. It's it's just weird. It's it's eerie. Like the artwork in this is by a Stephen Gamble, ah, legendary. <laughs> like I can't say I can't say anything else about it. It's just I, I love it. It's one of the reasons I love the book, and some of the stories in here too. Like it's not. So the stories are aren't all that like s- scary. Like gotcha scary kind of. There there are some in here, but a lot of them are just just kind of goofy. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, I, I get the feel like you're supposed to tell this like around a campfire or like at a sleepover, you know, for, for when kids have a sleepover and they, they get to the scary story part of it. Then you just turn all the lights out with all the flashlight and just go through this book and like take turns in a circle reading stories. But yeah, they aren't that, you know, the stories in here aren't that scary or aren't that terrifying. And I'm gonna say even for a kid, even though some of them are, the vast majority of them are just kind of like really fun, fun, kind of cheap, thrill type of stories. Don't like about it? I don't think there's that much. I don't. Well, some of the stories are like really, really short, but I mean, it's not to his detriment for the most part. Yeah, there's not that much I don't like about this, honestly. If anything, they stopped at three. I kind of wish they would have kept going, but I'm I'm happy they got what they what they got, and I would like a more adult version of something like this. Like I, I really wish they could have did that, or maybe someone is in the workings of that now. <laughs> uh, to to give you an example, I'll do uh like one quick story they have here. It's it's in the first book, it's in the first volume. It's called, uh, What Do You Come For? Again, the artwork is just... Love it. Okay, What Do You Come For? There was an old woman who lived all by herself, and she was very lonely. Sitting in the kitchen one night, she said, Oh, how I wish I had some company. No sooner had she spoke than down the chimney tumbled two feet, from which the flesh had rotted off. The old woman's eyes bulged with terror, then two legs dropped to the hearth and attached themselves to the feet, then a body tumbled down, then two arms, and then a man's head. As the old woman watched, the parts come together into a great gangly man, the man danced around and around the room. Faster and faster he went. Then he stopped and looked into her eyes. What do you come for? She asked in a small voice that shivered and shook. What do I come for? He asked. I come for you. And you're supposed to like you no know, jump at whoever's like. You know, listening to your read. See, I mean, yeah, it's full of just like, like really kind of fun, dumb stuff like that. That, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun for kids and, you know, like little, like elementary to middle school age kids. I think it's, it's a fun. It's a good read. It's definitely worth picking up. Uh, you can find this. I got this, I got this off of Amazon, uh, like very recently. And so, yeah, it's worth picking up. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, 5 out of 5, of course, of course it's 5 out of 5. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is a 2019 horror movie uh, starring Zoe, Zoe, Margaret Coletti, Michael Garza, Austin Zajor, and Gabriel Rush. And so, yeah, of course, this is uh, the movie adaptation of the book by the same name. And again, that book is very, very kind of near and dear to me. Didn't have that much high hopes, uh, honestly, when it came to... This movie because I I don't know I've been burned I've been burned by uh, movie adaptations of books that uh, like I, are very near and dear to me and so I, I was very tepid <laughs> when it when it came when this came out matter of fact I didn't even I don't think I went to the movies to see it um, I had to kind of wait for it to, to get on an app I think I saw it on Netflix but and I think it's still on there too I I recently watched it like uh, last weekend I believe however with that said though I was pretty pleasantly surprised it's very i mean it's, it's very kind of true to the to the story and it's i like uh what they did with the the story in the movie because the book isn't like a traditional book it's not like a like a, a narrative with a beginning middle and end like it's it's a collection of uh, like short stories that are You know, that's been collected uh, over the years of like urban legends and other kind of like horror tales, like over generations, it it was seen this one. uh, Yeah, it was I like how they did it. Um, It it was a bit uh, like a step above the Goosebumps movie to me. I don't like the uh, the tone was. Was not as juvenile, I guess I could say. Uh, even though it is involving like teenagers, it's involving like kids, basically. Um, so what's it about? So there is it's Halloween night in some town in 1969 or 1970, and there's uh, a bunch of kids who are, you know, causing mischief on Halloween. Or they're, actually, they're they I think they're trying to fight back against like the town bully. Who's like a miserable, miserable human being. He's like you know he's drunk. He's like, tells his mom off and abuses he abuses a poor Harold over here. Like, could you imagine? Like poor Harold. He. Who could abuse poor Harold? Right here, my, my, my buddy Harold here. <laughs> yeah. So it's the these four kids. You know they ended up, you know mixing it up with the with the town bullies and so they like, go to this house, this like this abandoned haunted house and. You know, they, they find this secret basement and they find this book that I guess the inhabitants used to have. And so, you know, the the book starts writing these stories itself. And so all, you know, uh, hilarity ensues, as they say. So uh, what I like about it, it, it is really cool seeing, uh, you know, the stories that I kind of grew up reading, you know, come into life. Uh, you know, they have they have kind of like the more the most famous uh, stories from from the book in here or like some of the most famous or infamous images uh from that book in the in the movie too you know the, like my guy Harold oh <laughs> like my guy Harold right here yeah they have the uh the scene in here where uh the corpse is looking for his missing toe and so uh yeah they they have that whole thing play out in here which is really cool I I love it I love how faithful it was to the story and I love this whole scene I love this scene I love how it played out it was one one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, they have uh, they have Harold, <laughs> my guy Harold here, uh, who was, was again one of my favorite stories in the book. Uh, yeah, and this one was this was kind of rough. This I think this is one of this scene is one of the reasons why I think it kind of elevated itself uh, above like uh, you know the Goosebumps movie because this this was kind of gnarly. <laughs> like it was it was pretty rough. It, it very much it almost like in a different movie it could have very easily been like a very more gory kind of rated R kind of scene but it was really intense it was really good and really fun really fun scene and of course of course they gotta have the pale the pale white lady here they gotta have that in here it's it's I think the the, the picture of the pale lady might be more famous than the books actually, because it's something you see, and it immediately freaks you the hell out, it's just like, what is this, <laughs> like, no, no, kill it, kill it with fire, like, yeah, it was, it was, it was a pretty good scene, um, but, just seeing the pale white lady, like, in, like, live action, like, on screen, it's just, yeah, it was really, like, oh uh, God, like, the worst nightmare, absolute worst nightmare, is what happened to the kid in in this scene, and like there's no escaping her. And ah, <laughs> yeah. And so they they capped the movie off with this character here, which is called the the jangly man, I believe. I do not remember him from the books like at all, but he was he is most definitely the most terrifying creature in in this movie. He's like a reanimated. Corpse that reanimates itself and puts itself together, and he's like a Terminator, like he's like a demonic Terminator. Like I think they they ran him over. <laughs> like he, he like did yeah, like in this scene here, he's like forcing himself through a cell and he's like contorting and like all this stuff to get in there. It's just, yeah, it was really I wasn't expecting <laughs> I wasn't expecting that because I don't remember him really in in the books at all. But I really enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed him, <clears throat> and I hope. I hope they kind of get around to making a second one to bring him back like I would I would definitely like to see him in another one yeah all in all uh, I can give this a four to five it was it was, I was surprised like I was pleasantly surprised like the I'm horrible when it comes to like rating scares for other people because I, I there's nothing scary to me but it was enjoyably eerie and creepy at times. I think, I think it could be pretty scary for like other people but yeah I, I really enjoyed it. It was faithful to like the stories in the book. It was fun seeing like that stuff realized like in, in live action on screen. Yeah I loved it. it. It really made me want to go back to the book <laughs> and, and reread some stuff so yeah. 4 out of 5 I think it's cool. I think it's fair. I mean some of the, some of the characters were just really tropey, predictable if everything outside of the scares was just really kind of plain and predictable like it's but but like seeing all the stuff from the book come together was really fun so four to five I think it's cool yeah scary stories to tell in the dark four to five it is a Halloween must for me every year every single year since it came out I gotta watch scary stories to tell in the dark on Halloween Cool. and there we have it Ghost and Ghouls another Halloween in the bag another week done I will see you guys uh, next week, next Friday uh, yeah, again thanks for uh, stopping by checking me out you, uh, you can check out this podcast pretty much everywhere podcasts are available on pretty much every platform uh, again stop by the YouTube channel uh, Maniacal Tube, subscribe, uh, like some of the videos, uh, st- and you can uh, stop by mcsbooks.com uh, to stay up to date on all things Maniacal Books and uh, Max Books Publishing in general. And uh, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next week. Peace.